Welcome to the Distro One Podcast, episode 15. Leroy Jenkins! Hey everybody, at least we've got chicken. Welcome everyone, this is the RandomDistribution.com's flagship podcast, where every episode is the comeback episode. We're covering everything geek culture, t-shirt reviews, artists from around the world, and more, and I am your co-host, Seth the Franz Franzoli, and with me, as always, it's Justin. And coming up in this next half hour, we've got, we're talking World of Warcraft, we've also got some... uh, Star Wars t-shirt, and also the art of the fantastic Rob Dobby, or Doby. We do apologize. And uh, Justin, what are, we, uh, what are we talking about? What's on deck today? So I um, wanted to talk a little bit about World of Warcraft, um, mainly because the, the, the last uh, major overhaul of the game uh, I really enjoyed. Um, they released a, a new version, which we'll get into later. Um, but I think we should probably give a little bit of, of history about, like, what is World of Warcraft? Right, right. And what, uh, yeah, how did, I, how did that all start? I, I do believe the original game was just something called Warcraft Orcs and Humans. That was, what, like, 94 or something? Uh, yeah, or? something like that. I think 94. Um, and then there was Warcraft 2, um, which, uh, for me, uh, was basically one of the reasons that I never slept in college. Yeah, um, yeah, I can and I can I can uh, confer I can I can uh, confer that fact. Yeah, between World of War or between Warcraft two, um, was that what was Diablo two? Diablo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tekken two. It was like the like the the like the terrible twos for me. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I basically uh, never slept in college. Yeah, yeah, and so. And so what exactly, uh, Justin, because I know you had more experience with this uh, than I did, and... It was talk- much more of like a point-and-click, army builder, community builder, um, war builder game. So basically, you would set up a base of operations, um, you would then send out your workers or your military to uh, do some operation, maybe, maybe attack someone else's fortress... Um, maybe go out and gather wood or ore or other materials that you needed to further your, um, you know, the, the growth of your kingdom, if you will. Um, and so that kind of started out like a point and click army builder, um, more along the veins of like a, uh, Sim City or, you know, something like that, as opposed to, to what it is today. Yeah. It seems like was now, was this the one, correct me if I'm wrong, was this the one where, you're sending out, you know, your servants to harvest lumber or mine. Was this the one where there's a righto? And then, yeah, that and then absolutely is like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you, you def- like, I even think that, like, if I remember correctly, like, your, like, your kind of, like, workers were called peons. Yeah, peons. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, if you play, I don't remember what they were called when, they, when you played, like, as the orcs. It may have been the same thing. It's, it's been a really long time. Yeah, it has been. But yeah, but it was, it the, was neat, more... the neat factor about that though was, as you uh, you know, as the game progressed and you started to expand your realm, you would actually run into other players who were building. Um, you know, you could be you know player versus environment, player versus game, but you could actually run into other players um, that were playing the same thing and kind of battle their you know their soldiers and their peons and like 
re, you know, claim their uh, materials and things like that. Yeah, kind of like, cool. Yeah, kind of like the uh, forest or the mines, kind of taking them over. I always use with my limited experience. I was always the guy that never messed with any any other any of the enemy encampments until I built up my thing so bad that I could just run them down my grass. Like I never I never mess with them until my all of my resources and my weaponry and my armaments were to a point where I can just run through and just clean them all out. I was a bit and, more of a gambler. I, I like to get I like to get in and like attack early. Okay. Um, you know, I you know, some strategies about like what materials I wanted to get and like what I wanted my group to do and one, one of the things that was tough, though, is like you kind of would land in specific environments, so you only had so many limited resources. So like even if you had a plan of like the things you wanted to do, maybe the resources weren't there for you to like execute that plan, so you had to have a couple of different strategies. Um, it actually was a pretty fun strategy game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, and that was also like that kind of spawned into the, into the uh, sci-fi stuff like StarCraft and other things. It was just that simple start, a very simple base of operations and build it up with the resources and then expand and upgrade everything. So, yeah, and and then um, you know, it progressed and I couldn't tell you the the year that it like that it turned over cuz I I was really kind of like getting out of um the online gaming scene for a while. I was really like I was the games that I was playing, I was like really much more into like Xbox games and things at the time. Um so I wasn't doing a lot of uh, computer gaming. Um, and it kind of became more of the, the traditional, like what you would consider today, massively multi-online role-playing, or multi- massively multiplayer online role-playing game, MMORPG, um, so to speak. Um, and it became much more of like a first-person game where you controlled a single character, um, and then you would send that character out to do quests, and there's like been millions of those. I mean, they they used to be text based, you know, back in the day, right? You know, like the old school muds, uh, what the multi user dungeons, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so I remember playing muds back in the day, like that was that's a seriously old school. Um, but then you know, like WoW came out, and it kind of like allowed you to kind of generate a character and play him however you wanted to portray that character in the game which is your the role-playing aspect um and then it also had you know some specific quests you needed to complete so like you weren't just like running around without necessarily any purpose whatsoever like you had quests to get part of the game was you know talking to players not even players excuse me talking to npcs non-player characters and getting information and quests from them, completing those quests to get rewards. Um, you know, and then it's gone from like that singular mindset of like, I will play this game to complete these quests so that I can get bigger and better to like now, like some of these quests require multiple players to, you know, to complete. So you end up with like having to form like a guild or right. having to go on raids with like large numbers of yeah, people. Ne- yeah, needing multiple multiple uh multiple players to take down one massive boss kind of boss battle. So and 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 in the course of that like there's a lot of like um you know as as the internet became so much more prevalent and you know there's so so much more social media and there's like YouTube clips and like People started to take their gaming seriously. They would actually record their gaming sessions, upload them to YouTube. Um, you can like watch tutorials and stuff. 
Um, but I think some of the more fun stuff to watch typically is like when, um, you know, people are recording their raids or whatever and like you get to see like either how well they did or like how epically they failed. Yeah. I mean, there's, there is a classic, yeah, classic, the, it's, been, it's, it's almost, it's become a meme for the, for, yeah, for lack of a better word for it. Um, but it, it, you know, it lives on in infamy. Um, it's the, it's the Leroy Jenkins. Of course. Yeah. They're talking about the, uh. And the clip, you can find the clip on YouTube. <laughs> I give them credit. They really wanted to strategize whenever they enter the room and did the different area of effects and different strategy, combat strategies. And the guy just jumped the gun <laughs> and just ruined it for everyone. But it's been, it's like cult status now. And it's and it's really, really pretty hilarious. And it, it's fantastic because the guy is, uh, you know, everyone's like, like Fran said, they're strategizing. They're like, okay, well, we're going to do this. And then, you know, this group's going to move in and they're going to draw the, you know, they're going to draw the aggro. And like, they're going through like all of this strategy about like how best to face this enemy. Some dude just like either out of, you know, his sheer boredom. Or impatience. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Impatience. Just screams his character's name. Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. And then runs in. Yeah. And Ruins the whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and 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 to their credit, watching the original video on YouTube, to his to their credit, they did try to attempt the strategy that they planned. Yeah, they tried to hold but, their plan together. But it's like it, it all fell late. apart, and it, it just it's just so hilarious, and it's just and I approve. And thank you to all the guys in that group and the the men and women playing that game at that time. That it was just it's internet history. It's a classic. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and like, and like, that's kind of like the, the 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 majesty of the game is the fact that you are really connected to a bunch of other players with that are you know in a lot of cases like minded in their desire to play this game and to complete these quests. Um, you know, and there's so much uh, in terms of like the variety of people that you interact with that it, it makes it a fun game. Yeah, um, yeah, and especially with in like in the in its heyday when it, well what was it like. A hundred million subscribers in the, at its peak, or something like that. I mean, it was. Uh, I don't remember what the the, the total. Count, I thought it was ten million. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Think, okay. That, that, that could be out, that. That could be right. I yeah. think they were peaking out around ten million subscribers. Um. And, yeah, it's it's a fantastic game. Um. I think this is where we're going to go ahead and turn it over, though, to the next segment. Well, yes, yeah, right. And when and when the world, the the WoW players are playing, uh, what do you think they're uh, what do you think they're wearing, Justin? They're probably wearing the T-shirt of the month. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, a lot of these guys are, you know, they're definitely into the same sort of cultural aspects that we are of right. gaming and sci-fi and fantasy. That's right. Um, so they're probably wearing a uh, "Never Tell Me the Odds" T-shirt. That's right. This is the uh, T-shirt of the month. We do. We are uh, passionate about our geek culture, but we are also passionate about uh, cool T-shirts. And this is coming, I guess, since the Star Wars: uh, The Force Awakens is coming out. We wanted to do a Star Wars T-shirt. And Justin, uh, where did you track this one down? So um, I tracked this one down on SixDollarShirts.com. Um, I've actually I, I own quite a few T-shirts from SixDollarShirts.com, um, but uh, I just spotted this one uh, the other day, and I'm a big fan of the original Star Wars. Um, love a lot of the quotes that come out of those movies and I saw this never tell me the odds and I was like oh we've got to do this and so basically it is like an above 
above you silhouette of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. One of the classic science fiction spaceships of all time, yeah. And it, it, it's flying through what appears to be an asteroid field. Right. Um, hence, never tell me the odds. That's right. Um, so, the the shirt they have on here, I'm, uh, you can change, you can do, you, like many other sites, you can change colors, you can change styles from women's to, to men's, um, obviously choose your size, um, but it's, the one that they're displaying is a charcoal gray shirt yeah. um, with a a very light gray, um, looks like to be a screen print on top of it, right. um, printed silk screen, and it looks fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it would also look really good in like a nice light red, um, but right, right, yeah. And but I'm a big fan of like reds and greens. So. Sure, sure. But yeah. this particular color, I think, stands out with that shirt. Yeah, yeah. No, it looks good, and like we say, like we, we, uh, we don't own any of these copyrights. These are all respective copyrights from the artists. We just, we are just huge t-shirt fans and any cool t-shirt any cool graphic decal we're talking about we 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 are uh, just giving the shout out to the never tell me the odds t-shirt from six dollar uh tees.com yeah we just love to talk about things that i mean hell this is a t-shirt i would wear if i had one yeah so. and and the price point for six bucks come on you can't yeah, beat that I mean, it looks like they've got a pretty extensive catalog there i definitely check it out that'll be from uh six dollar shirts.com Okay. But, and getting back into coming go uh, delving back into the main topic here of the world of Warcraft. Now we're talking about the that was the point and click kind of real time kind of strategy kind of elements. But now, and for the past couple of years, it's been a big like a single player MMO. Uh, and Justin, uh, with your experience, like what? How is the world of Warcraft? How is that doing now? So like, it for um, a long time. I mean, I think we said they had like up. I think. They're, they were peaking out around 10 million subscribers. Right. Um, and it seems like from the research we've done that uh, the last or the early quarter of 2015, their subscriber has their subscribers have gone way, way down. I think uh, I think they listed them as like 7.1 million, which is, you know, that's a pretty dramatic decrease. Um, yeah. In yeah. There's quarter. some dropping as of the and, and this is coming from an IGN.com article that uh, the as of the quarter period ending in March 31st of this year, dropping 2.9 million subscribers. Um, yeah, that's kind of a big, big drop. Well, from, and I mean, I actually can see that I can I can cons- I can see how that can happen. I mean, there's a way that I I play that game. I, I still play World of Warcraft, um, but I only play from October to February. Um, I live in I live in Pittsburgh, right. obviously, um, and it's winter during those those months. And you know, unless I have like a hiking trip planned or something where I'm going to go somewhere and like do a specific event, I'm not going to be outside. It's fucking cold, uh, so I'm going to be in here right. playing games. Um, and you know, doing whatever I do, like work yeah. out or whatever. But yeah, I'm, that's my opportunity to to play games. Um, and, and it just so happens that this year, um, well, not this year, but recently, um, it was in uh, like November. They released the the most recent update of World of Warcraft: Warlords of Draenor. Right, right. And so I've been playing that because. Uh, I, again, I stopped uh, at the end of February, but uh, I was fiending on it for uh, quite a few months. Uh, they they introduced um, 
they actually kind of went back, like at least I think so, to that army builder mentality. Um, so it's still a first-person game, but you're now you now have the ability to build your own garrison and build the types of buildings and gain followers specific to what you want to do. It's a little more flexibility than you know than than before, but uh, the idea being that you know you're kind of building your own garrison or city. Um, within the game itself. So it's kind of like a mini game within the game. Um, and I had a blast doing that. I, I, I logged in more um, doing that than I did for any of the dailies that they've been doing for years. And like dailies are um, repeatable quests that you can do every day or repeatable activities you can do every day um, to, to gather resources or yeah, and, um, trinkets or things like that. Yeah. And it seems like, like it, especially with it in our friend group, that that's kind of an, an important thing, especially with any sort of garrison or guild, just kind of, you pop into the game, you complete your, you complete your tasks, I guess for the day. Then you like kind of log off. It seems like that's kind of an important aspect to it too. So, yeah. And I was, I was so into the garrison thing that like, Normally, like I used to just come home and I would do my dailies if I was, you know, if I was in a, in a, you know, a playing mode. But when the garrison was released, I would come, I would get up in the morning, do my dailies before I would go to work. And then I would come home because some of them were like hourly repeatable. Then I'd come home and I'd do another set of dailies and then I would play the game for a while. So like it was enough to like make me play twice a day um, when in, when normally I would just log in once and do my dailies or whatever and get out. Um, so it, it is, a, I think, a really entertaining aspect to the game, and just you know, it just brought a lot of new and fun um, you know activities for me. Sure, sure. And I, and also, you were saying in the uh, research for the episode here that there was a uh, a recent patch for yeah. the game. There was a there's a new patch. Um, so since I quit playing for the summer, um, they released uh, Fury of Hellfire. Um, which is a patch that introduces uh, introduces a few new um, areas. It introduces a new raid, um, the Hellfire Citadel. Um, it introduces a new zone, um, the Tanan Jungle. Um, one that actually interests me almost enough to start playing again for a little bit. Uh, they introduced a new garrison building, the shipyard. Wow. Okay. Um, and then a new new dungeon difficulty of mythic, which is kind of awesome. Uh, I know that people were looking for greater difficulty um, in some of their you know some of their dungeons and raids. So that's kind of awesome, and uh, I'd be interesting to see, I'd be interested to see how um, that relates to um, your guilds. Because in a lot of cases, like some of your guild activities and some of your um, some of your guild rankings are based on, you know, how many dungeons you've your you know your guild has completed at certain levels, or how many raids they've completed, um, things like that. So I'd be interested to see what how mythic now uh, now affects your guild rankings. Oh, cool, cool, and yeah, and I'll, uh, and switching. Switching over, we've got uh, taken a break from the World of Warcraft discussion. We also are a big fan of of different artists, artists from around the world, and different things. And we you, did you discovered this guy uh, who has a pretty extensive resume, so uh, to say the least. And let's just uh, give a talk about the artist of the month that we want to profile here uh, in this episode. Uh, I've I've been saying Rob Dobby. It may be Rob 
Adobe. Um, again, we apologize if we're pronouncing that incorrectly, but it's Rob, R-O-B, and then Dobby, Dobby, D-O-B-I. Um, so I was uh, this. I was on Facebook, and I follow a podcast called um, Paleo Lifestyle and Fitness Podcast um, because I'm interested in health and fitness in all kinds of different areas, and I like to aggregate that information and and go through it. Anyways, while I was uh, on one of their websites or a link through one of their websites, I saw a poster about burning bridges and it was this fantastic art. And I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Click, boom, landed on robdobby.com and started scrolling through his stuff. And I was just blown away. Um, first thing I noticed is that a lot of it is, um, it's it's the, it's really like definite colors. Um, like there's some pas- like some pastels and some other colors that right. like I, I'm I'm not used to seeing in today you know in a lot of today's art. Um, a lot of it is very much like magazine covers, which right. I was like completely like oh this is awesome. Um, so you know I started scrolling through and there's like you know there's looks to be like book covers like how to survive anything. Um, there's just, uh, you know, there's a National Rifle Association sort of thing where he's got a guy like, yeah, walking yeah. through instead of, yeah. like, the eagle. Um, there's a there's an image of, like, a dude in a banana outfit while the banana stands burning, which is, like, you know, very applicable to today's pop culture, yeah. you know. Arrested development and all. development and all. Um, and then, you know, there's a bunch of, like, New York Observer covers and things like that. Uh, and then you come to find and go out through his resume that he's actually done covers and done artwork for a lot of the magazines that I was like, wow, this reminds me of a magazine cover that you would right. see somewhere. Right. It it probably actually was. Yeah. Um, so if you get an opportunity, go out, check out robdobby.com, R-O-B-D-O-B-I. Um, just yeah, fantastic. He, yeah. His, 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 work, his work with color, his design sense, like it was phenomenal work and he's got quite an extensive resume and i'm kind of kind of glad that you uh, you uh, turned me on to him because i'd be uh following this guy for uh, years to come because this is really really fantastic work so and what was some of his clients that you were oh wow when we were going through the we were going through the list i started the i started to like geek out a little yeah. bit you know because you know okay fine like oh the new york times um you know New York Observer, you start going through and you're like, okay, those are kind of cool. And you're like, oh, BuzzFeed and Gawker. And then it's just like, um, you know, Eminem, Pearl Jam, The Rolling Stones, Black Eyed Peas, Blink-182. You're like, wait a second. Yeah. Green Day? Yeah. Like, Holy crap. Yeah. Um, so like, that's kind of amazing. And then there's a bunch of record labels on there that apparently he's done work for. So it's, it's pretty amazing to like read through his resume. And I'm just like, I just stumbled upon this guy through some other dude's podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah, uh, Rob Dobby, Rob Dobby, keep up the great work. You are the uh, Distro One, Episode 15, Artist of the Month. Uh, amazing, amazing work. And you can find him You can find him online. You can find robdobby.com, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, definitely check out check out his stuff. It's absolutely, absolutely amazing. So, yeah, so we get the Distro One thumbs up. Yeah, and I think there's a, there's a couple closing things that I want to say about World of Warcraft. Um that you know that we haven't covered yet, and you know one of the things is that there's different types of environments that you can play World of Warcraft. They're they're usually typically located on a, a separate server, right? Um, and they are what you would call PVE or PVP. 
um, PVE meaning uh, player versus versus environment, where basically you're playing the game, right? And and that's it. You can interact with other players, but there's no combat between you. Um, there's you know there's not a lot of uh, you know there, there's like no player combat. Um, and then there's PVP servers where you know all of a sudden you can just be dead and you wonder what happened. And you know while you are you know while you're in ghost form uh, running away, you can see that like. A bunch of hundredth level dudes just killed your fiftieth level dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you just started playing, and you're like, "Oh, that's what happened." But uh, there's a lot of other fun things you can do in those PvP environments um, that are cool. Like you can do raids against uh, you know other groups. Um, you can get involved in <clears throat> some of the other PvP activities. Um, like in Draenor, there's some really great ones where. You kind of like you're basically rushing this mountainside, and you try and get as far as you can as you rush this mountainside. And the other, you know, you know whether you're horde or whether you're alliance, um, you're you're either rushing up or rushing down, like trying to either hold this, you know, this fortress or this this mountain, um, while the other group you know, <laughs> rushes forward trying to claim it. Um, so you kind of like defend this mountain. It's it's pretty fun. It's a it's a really good time. Cool. I think the name of that area is uh, what Storm Shield. Okay. Um, uh, kind of like a twist on the previous like Stormwind, which was like the main uh, alliance area. But yeah, if you go into Storm Shield in uh, <clears throat> Warlords of Draenor, um, there's a there's a PvP area where you basically you're, you're on a couple of trails just marching up this mountainside and just fighting the horde like crazy it's it's really fun nice and nice. i'm not a pvp guy typically but i enjoy the crap out of that <clears throat> nice nice i think it's called battlefield i think they call it a battlefield okay but i love it cool cool and yeah and this is uh i guess this is uh kind of about that time we're gonna be uh wrapping things up this is kind of the episode 15 this is the world of warcraft episode and also if you if you, if you like what you hear you can find us on iTunes, find us on Stitcher Radio. We are free of charge to listen to. And also, just a kind of a new thing we're setting up here. Uh, any iPhone users, we have the, we're registered on the Clamor app, kind of the audio Instagram app. You can find us at Distro One. Uh, find us on Facebook at distro1.podcast. We can find us Tumblr, uh, distro1.tumblr.com, Tindeck. A lot of crazy, all the the social media jazz, uh, and, and and then you can always just go to our website. Um, you know, I I know that's so old school, um, but you can totally go to our website. You can go through our contact page. You can email us um, at distro one at or distro one at randomdistribution dot com. Uh, you can hit up our Google Voice line four one two two zero four seventy one eighty. And yeah, or drop us a line. We want to hear any World of Warcraft players. If you if, if you want to share any experiences or any reviews or anything about the the expansions or the the new the new the the new raids or anything, yeah, please uh, post. Please uh, drop us a line. Let us know what you think. And uh, also uh, a big shout out to some of our newer Twitter followers. Thank you so much. We do appreciate that, and we'll try to keep the updates uh, a little bit more consistent going forward. But yeah, and also what's coming up next? Uh, next show i think this is a micro show right? so uh next uh next up show we are planning to do a micro show uh, or micro show on netflix's sense eight uh, that's s-e-n-s-e the number eight um and that's all i'm gonna give you on that 
Yeah, we'll. Uh, you have to stay tuned for that review for that Netflix series. Oh, and absolutely. We're going to fill that shit with spoilers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And uh, so, spoiler alert, uh, forthcoming. And uh, also, if anything, I do. We, we do appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been the District 1 Podcast. This is the World of Warcraft show, episode 15. And I'm Seth Franz Franzoli signing out. And with me... This is Justin. Get in touch with us, but never tell me the odds. That's right. See ya.